Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with Welcome another episode. Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We, uh, we, we have we, some uh, warmth. Yeah, we bring, look, if we there, come bearing warmth. If there is heat, you best believe we brought it. That's right. all I'm going to well, say about it. It's just concentration of warmth. Look, so, look, we, I will, I'll start off by saying this. We bring the heat and that heat, by God, as a, as a red-blooded American, I am going to tell you that heat is generated by a gas stove. And nothing yeah. will. And when I am president, we will have uh, only gas stoves. Electric stoves will be outlawed. <laughs> you know, Alex is tired because he's not playing the national anthem on his on his soundboard. I just I just don't want to. Con- I don't want to uh, clash with the with the with the with the with the with the opening theme music. I thought you were just skipping like a record there for yeah. a second, and I was like, "Fuck!" No, it's like a, it's like a record player. You just got to bump it a little bit. I just, right. I just had to get knocked. I had to, uh, I had to, uh, I had to bonk my noggin. Oh, look at the streets. Oh, look at the streets. Anyway, we talked about Steven Crowder. He started beef with the Daily Wire. We still don't really know why at the end of the day. But he was offered an incredibly advantageous contract, and he threw it in the face of the Daily Wire. Some new culture war issues just dropped. I just want to eat chocolate, man. I just want to eat fucking chocolate. Tucker Carlson is gay for M&Ms. More on that later. I will elaborate. I don't need to be sexually active to eat M&Ms. Well, I do. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, we watched Twilight Breaking Dawn Part One this week. Incredibly horny. The most in, the most horny movie so far out of this very horny franchise. There are timestamps in the description, so you can skip around if you want. If you want to skip a certain part, or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part, it's all it's all listed out. Use it if you want or don't. We can't make you do anything, really. No, I can't. So. I, I, I got nothing. I can't. Yeah, I, what do I? What do I? <laughs> so the best way to get something done if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh um like to be able to so do you want to start off with the uh, the culture war special or do you want to talk about the steven crowder uh th- th- thing let's just do the steven crowder thing get All that right, knocked out yeah let's get out that of the way the hell out of the way so Steven- Let me mention too. Any news about Steven Crowder that we mentioned on the show is literally just us getting it out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Any news about Steven Crowder is just getting it out of the way. No, yeah, I, I, I don't like when he occupies uh, space in my mind. I think it's one of well, the less good things that I deal with. If you like, if you measure the volume of things in your mind by their their importance it means that steven crowder anything that steven crowder says is actually introducing a vacuum into your brain yeah no that is true right so yeah so anyway the the new thing that he's I, I don't know if I'd say in trouble for, but it's kind of getting him a lot of attention is he put out a video that was, it was like, I don't have it in front of me, but it was something dramatic. Like it's like, we're done. It, you're, it's done. You know, some dramatic yeah. ass. Oh, this thing is bad. Dot, dot, dot. Fucking yeah. Whatever. Like 
like trying to make it look like it's this like important thing anyway so what had happened was he put out a video initially not saying who the contract was with but it was about uh a contract that he didn't like that he it was a business deal that he was offered and it all all that we knew at first was that it was with a big conservative media conglomerate people were speculating that it was either going to be the daily wire or prager you right but yeah so he didn't say who it was or what the amount of money was he was just complaining basically that you know it was so uh it was it was so like um oh it's the like they were just taking advantage of him like he's he's this this victim in this situation and they're, and they're they're taking advantage of him because you know there were there were provisions in the contract that were like hey if you get demonetized you know we're going to pay you less money which is the important well, thing well you know and it's not like they were going to pay him 50 million dollars you know yeah no no it's not like it's not like that as far as we know at this as point far in as the we story know. right yeah anyway then the uh company that uh it was with responded it, it ended up being the daily wire which yeah everyone knew but they put out a video with their like he he's like the guy that runs it that isn't ben shapiro he, right. he made a video that was basically like and i'm not going to go too much into the details i just want to give an overview of it but he basically went over point by point how steven crowder was just lying he was either lying or stupid in this in this situation because he was right. saying he said specifically like oh yeah if i get you know run over by a car or for whatever reason i'm unable to do the show they're still going to cut my my fee by whatever i, I let's just go with 25%. that's that's the percentage if you get demonetized there's a different percentage that you get knocked down if you like just don't put the show out. Oh, but he gets healthcare. Well, he was he was saying if he physically cannot do the show, then they're going to cut my fee by, you know, so much. And the Daily Wire guy responds and points out in I I don't know if he does it in that video, but I saw it pointed out that there is a specific provision in the contract that says if you are physically unable to do the job, then we're not going to dock you the normal amount. Like we're just going to take it case by case and you know, we're not we're unable to pay you the full amount because it is at the end of the day a business arrangement. Right. But they're not gonna punish you for just getting sick or being injured. You know, they're not gonna be like any other job. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's that's kind of the crux of it. That Steven Crowder is complaining from his ivory tower that right. you know he's being taken advantage of and and you know, he, you know, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Justice for Steven Crowder. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, can we get a collection going? Guys, come on. Let's let's really bring can the we, bedpan out. And can we raise twelve and a half million dollars per year? Right. That's yeah, a fifty million dollar contract over four years. And uh, yeah, he's complaining from his ivory tower, like not necessarily that it's not enough money, but he's complaining that they will reduce the fee under a certain set of circumstances and yeah you kind of touched on like he's really out of touch he's just so vastly out of touch that he thinks that this is like a raw deal for him it's almost the equivalent of like when you're on tinder and someone's like you know don't lowball me i know what i'm worth yeah 
You know, it's just like, all right. Yeah. No. No, you should know what you're worth. You should be aggressive in in negotiations if you're negotiating like your salary or or anything like right. that. Exactly. But and, oh, also, and, it shouldn't and, be taboo. It shouldn't be taboo to ask your coworkers what their salary is. No, that is that true. Should, that shouldn't be taboo. Like that because what we think they'll say is like like, oh my God, why do you get paid more than I do? That's awful. You shouldn't get paid as much as I do. Or uh, what, what they'll actually do is they'll be like, we, we don't get paid the same. I need to talk to my boss and see why we don't get paid the same. Right. Yeah, no, that is true. Also, yeah, it's, it's usually, oh man, we're both getting screwed. Or it's right. like... Well, you know, they they the whole reason that they tell you not to talk about your salary, like they they don't really tell you, but the reason is they just don't want you to know how much you're getting screwed over. Cuz their right. their whole incentive is to give you as little money for as much work as possible. And they're right. going to be able to get away with that to different degrees with different people. So yeah, you know, mm-hmm. be be aggressive with negotiations, know your worth, assert yourself. But yeah, that's all to say. Yeah, that Steven Crowder got an amazing offer. Mm-hmm. And uh, as the Daily Wire guy pointed out, it it is and I by the way, can I as a side little thing um before we get any further, I feel so weird t- taking the Daily Wire's side on any issue at all. But like in deciding this, between Hitler and Mussolini yeah. and it's like uh, all right, I'll probably go with Mussolini. Yeah, no, just like, just because Steven Crowder is such, like, either like a moron or he's doing a weird grift, like, because he's so, like, bad, he makes the Daily Wire look good in comparison in this, in this instance. But yeah, as the Daily Wire guy pointed out, it's just a conversation starter. That was the start of what was supposed to be a series of negotiations. Candace Owens put out a video, uh, you know, flaming Steven Crowder for this. And she said that it took her like five months to negotiate her contract with the Daily Wire. So, yeah, it was just it was just supposed to be like the start. It was an initial offer, $50 million, four years Mm -hmm. with different provisions. And I wanted to point out there is a 25 percent fee uh, reduction. So for whatever span of time you're demonetized on YouTube um, or like other platforms, you you're going to be given 25% less money if you lose 50% or more uh in revenue which is the correct me if i'm wrong maybe like the math isn't that simple but crowder is still coming out on top because if he was staying independent and he lost 50% or more of his revenue that's just he's just taking a loss he's just taking the full the full risk of that but if he's still getting I mean, but up, like, up to like 75% into... of 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 his of his money like i, I don't it, let's, it like, seems to me like it's very simple though. that he's still coming out on top financially but like let's put this on it like into perspective though because like what's 50% of you know 50 million dollars it's 25 million dollars well like, it's not it's not if he lose that so that 50% figure that's whatever amount of money he's bringing in and i don't know i i don't i don't know what his financial figures are um 
I don't know if he is bringing in $50 million over, you know, the span of four years just operating the show through like ad revenue. And well, I guess he doesn't make ad revenue because he's, I believe he's just permanently demonetized on on YouTube because he does like full on out and out racism. Right. But yeah, that's all to say that that 50% figure, that's if he loses 50% or more of his revenue that he is bringing in. That's separate from the money he's getting from the contract. So oh, that's I see. that's money that would be coming in anyway. That's just going to the Daily Wire now. Okay. So that, as of now, like the way he's operating now, being like just a free agent, that's that's the money he's getting now. If he loses fifty percent or more of that, that's just him losing fifty percent or more of his revenue. Right. So if he signs that contract, setting aside any anything that he would get through negotiations. If he loses 25% of of whatever money he's making for that span of time with the Daily Wire, like, that's that's a sweet deal. Yeah. Like, you know what the penalty, the, you know what the penalty for demonetization is when you're operating independently on YouTube? You lose all your revenue. You lose all or, of your revenue right. when you're demonetized. So if I, if I was operating uh, uh, like a, a lucrative media venture... Yeah, I'd want to I'd want to keep 75% of of my revenue as opposed to losing all of it. Right. And yeah, that I, I wanted to make two points with this one haha Steven Crowder, what an idiot and or grifter. Um cuz you know, conservatives I I've noticed this. They love to go like full marxist. Like Steven Crowder said that he didn't want to be a wage slave by signing on to, with the Daily Wire either ignoring or not realizing that that's the, the uh, most people are you know wage slaves if you want to use that kind of language i mean this is all i have to say about it steven crowder more like steven powder yeah 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 so I you know use the term master comedian often but yeah. to, you know that one ooh right well yeah he he says that he loves capitalism so much but he's like flaming the Daily Wire for these provisions in his contract that are just designed to make it so they're not taking too much of a loss when he gets demonetized or or loses right. sponsors or whatever. Because mm-hmm. Steven Crowder, even for being a right-wing media figure, is very hard to monetize on, yeah. on platforms. Because he just keeps doing racism. He keeps doing like he'll oh, and stupid. He keeps on doing racism and stupid. I remember like hearing a thing, an excerpt from him from like 2017, I think it was, where he was just like, "Yeah, let's just defund NASA to build the wall." Jesus. And I'm like, you. That's first that of all. Do you know how little money NASA stupid. gets in in comparison to our budget as right. a nation? Exactly. There are bigger fish to go after. Right. You could take like. One percent of the military budget, and that would probably or, be more or, than what NASA has in their or in their just budget. tax the billionaires more or tax the billionaires more. Yeah, but yeah, you know, you know it's they they love to go on about how awesome capitalism is, but when the Daily Wire puts in provisions in this again proposal, this proposed contract that he doesn't have to accept the offer, you know, he he hates it he goes full marxist and he's like this this company is trying to take advantage of me they're trying to steal my surplus labor value which i again side note i question whether he makes 
enough money for this to like not be a loss on the Daily Wire's end. You know what I mean? Like, I do not know if he brings in twelve and a half million dollars of revenue every year. Yeah, I, I fully believe. And this is my second point. I fully believe the Daily Wire is not trying to sign on Steven Crowder to make money off of him because I, I, I really don't think he is profitable to have under your umbrella. But I, I do believe it's ideologically driven because the Daily Wire I mean, and and, yeah. and PragerU and these other like like Turning Point USA. Oh, uh, by the way, PragerU, not a real university. They not just a real call university. themselves that to, to, to make people think that they're, they're a university. Yeah, that's like stolen valor. But for academia, it's, a, it's like it's like if I was like, yeah, I have a doctorate. Yeah, it's like, is there a doctor on this plane? Yeah, I'm a, I have a doctorate in computer science. Well, it's like, no. Well, I mean, doctorate is actually um, what's it called when you have different words that mesh together into one. Well, like a thing. Port, portmanteau, port, port, like portmanteau. like NASA, for instance. Oh, an acronym. An acronym. Yeah, it's just an acronym. Yeah. Yeah, not a real university, but. Yeah, so the these right-wing media ventures like the Daily Wire, Turning Point USA, PragerU, so on, so on, they, they're not really – they don't come up organically. They don't just come into existence. They're propped up and continually funded by think tanks funded by right-wing billionaires. Yeah. Like, that's not even a controversial thing to say anymore. That's just – like, I, I think even – most like average like political nerds know like if you are at all into politics like i think you've probably heard that these these places are just funded by you know shady dark money yeah um yeah and that's why i don't listen to them <laughs> yeah yeah like, i just there's nothing of value that prager U has to give me and now whenever i see a prager U video i'm like no yeah no, no. i I, yeah, I fully believe that the Daily Wire is trying to sign them on just because they want to make sure that they can continue making the world a worse place. Right. Um, but yeah, I just that's that's kind of the the main, you know, takeaway that I want to give to people. If, if I have any platform at all, I want to be able to make it a little bit more known that the Daily Wire uh does not exist on it on its own revenue that it brings in. Uh, it does not exist organically. It is just funded by oil barons, basically, and right and 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 these these robber barons. I think we should bring back the term robber baron. By the way, what's that? Uh, you know, like like captains of industry, like how that's like an old timey way of saying like this guy's a real oh, good. Right. Yeah, robber baron is like, like Elon Musk. Yeah, whatever. It's like an old timey, like I think like right. pre Great Depression, like Industrial Revolution era term, right? For basically just like a Jeff Bezos, just like a guy that has gotten to where he is by exploiting. That's the word I was trying to think of earlier: exploiting workers. Yeah, Stephen Crowder is trying to say that he's being exploited by this contract, which he is not. Yeah. Right. I just cannot get over fifty million dollars over four years for fucking nothing. Yeah, I, and I want to yeah. touch on yeah that I I really do mean fucking nothing for literally nothing because that show that he produces it is so easy to do they record it all live it's all one take they do all the camera cuts live and it's just like a, a few hours of them riffing not even being entertaining 
talking about like how the left are groomers and Greta Thunberg is cringe or whatever. And like doing a Chris Tucker impression. That's all. That's all it is. And he's being offered 50. Let me, let me just say right now, if we were offered $50 million to, to keep doing the same show, not make any changes as far as, as far as I know regarding this contract, they don't, they don't want to change anything about the show. If anything, they'll encourage him to be more racist because he'll be on their platform and they don't have to worry about him like getting silenced on 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 YouTube. They can just be like, hey, he's on Daily Wire Plus. Yeah, um, essentially. Yeah. If we got $50 million to keep doing that, exactly Dude, what we're Dude, if I got, like, I don't even know what, I, I would probably donate most of it just because I wouldn't know what to do with $50 million. Yeah, that is a like, life-changing amount of money. Like Even, that's just enough to like set up like a retirement thing. Like I like I would set up a retirement thing. It's probably enough to cover like my parents and my sister, and then at least for like a good couple of years for them to get like other life financial stuff figured out mm-hmm. for the long term, and then like donate the rest. I don't I yeah. don't I don't know what I would do with fifty million dollars. Yeah. Now Stephen Crowder, like his show does have people running it. Like he has like employees. And producers but, and stuff. Yeah, but still, it's it's not that large of an operation. So still, $50 million, no. that's like a life-changing amount of money. Yeah, yeah. And, and, he's, and he's complaining about it. Yeah. 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 And, and by the way, back on the, the, the holy, whole Daily Wire being propped up by billionaire money, um, I forgot, I also wanted to mention Daily Wire, they're like, daily wire plus streaming subscription service uh that's all proprietary right uh, from what i hear they have their own like back-end infrastructure for video which if if you don't know is incredibly expensive yeah that's that's why so many like you know smaller uh creators like even like educational creators will just upload on youtube even if you have your own website People will right. still upload videos to YouTube and just embed the link on their website because it's so expensive to run a video back end. Like it's expensive service. to run a website in general. Yeah. Like, well, a, like if it's like your what, like if I'm not talking like Weebly or like Squarespace. Yeah. I'm like, like talking like you, you find a software engineer and you have them make a server that can be a website. Yeah. Well, yeah, websites in general are expensive to run, but it's, right. it, it is like infinite. It's it's like exponentially more difficult and expensive to run video uh, for for yeah. your own website, like a proprietary exactly. video backend. Uh, Luke Lafreniere has talked about it on the WAN show, um, you know, just to plug them again. But he's like the the lead developer on Floatplane, which is like the sort of like an offshoot of Linus Tech Tips. But yeah, they're building. Or they have built their own video like streaming infrastructure. And he's talked about how it's incredibly expensive to run it. You have to have a lot of employees running it. It's just expensive to serve uh, like high definition video. It's way more expensive if you're running like if you're if you're hosting like 4K content. But yeah, that's that that's all to say, yeah, you cannot have your own video back and even if you have paying subscribers like you still got to have more money going into that 
Right. And you can't it, do like, that to, off of YouTube itself. ad revenue alone, especially right. if you have a large staff like the Daily Wire does. And especially mm. if you're offering $50 million contracts to people like Steven Crowder, who are definitely right. not I mean, bringing in that amount of you money. Know, and at the crux of it, I just have to say, you know, justice for Steven. Yeah. You know? Again, guys, uh, we're going to we're going to have a Patreon link. I'm going to set up a, a new Patreon mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be in Steven Crowder's name because, guys, he's he's hurting for money. You know, f- that 50 million, that's not enough. Can we raise at least I guess you could 100, say 125 Steven, million? Steven Crowder doesn't have enough chowder. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you know what the, the thing is? I don't know if it is like I, it's hard to say what motivated him to like to put the daily wire on blast in the first place like Mid-life what made him not what well what made him not want to take the deal or at least negotiate on the deal it's easy to say it's just because he's stupid or or because uh, he's arrogant know, trying to do a different grift or arrogant it's easy to say it's one of those and i wouldn't be surprised if it was because he's just stupid and or arrogant or what because he just is i that. hear he's try. he was already going to try to compete with the daily wire like set up his own you know conglomerate i don't know if it's that i, I don't know if it's because he's stupid i i just don't know i don't, I don't know, know either man i don't know man Anyway, new culture war issues dropped. I don't want to spend so too much time I on them. I don't know. So, so I like listen. I I was, you know, driving my car one day and I saw this billboard, and it had this like green M M&M and M, that was like supposed to be a girl, but too it wasn't woke. feminine enough. Too woke. You know, you know, green is a man color, and yet the male M M&M and M is red. Yeah, red, the color of Valentine's Day, famously a women's only holiday. As as we all, as we all. Know. Like I'm just at this point, I'm just saying words because it holds no. <laughs> I'm talking about morsels of chocolate. That's guys. why. That's why I say I don't want to spend too much time on it. I what the the who world the is fuck burning, cares? and people like Tucker Carlson for the second year in a row are just they're choosing the weirdest like to I, I love the fact that the right is literally like actively about to put our entire country in financial turmoil that is not just like oh oops like ha, small recession no like another great depression yeah conservative right? economists a catastrophic depression and they're worried yeah. about the m&m colors yeah conservative economists are floating the idea of purposefully sparking a recession uh, just to put workers back in their place. Not They don't even say that it'll help the economy. You know, you ask them, like, oh, is this going to, like, or, or is it going to be better after that? And they're like, no, well, but that, it will the hurt thing, the though. poor. Like, that's the thing, though. It's it's not even, like, for anything. It's just, to, so they, all they want is all this, like, all, all of this democratic legislation that the Biden administration pushed through repealed. That's, that's kind of what they yeah. want, even if it's useful, even if it's like objectively good for their constituents. Yeah. Um, they just don't like the fact that a Democrat's name is on it. Um, yeah. Well, like they, they and, complain about inflation. Um, by the way, before getting any further, they're not acting in good faith. They're they're just they're demons and they hate you. But that being said, they complain about inflation. It, wait, they're not acting in good faith. 
Yeah, I know. Very, very, very shocking. What? I thought so, they were the Christians. Yeah, no. They, they complain about inflation. Then both, they do not propose any solutions. And when you do propose a solution, they call it woke and then slap it down. And then say that you're not masculine. Yeah. Or yeah, something. They, yeah, and they somehow... They call you a beta cuck. Yeah, they, they somehow like work in manosphere talking points. Like, I don't even... But, I don't even know. Yeah, no, they're 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 <sighs> focusing. Tucker Carlson has devoted airtime, prime time, television minutes to complaining about the green M M&M. and M. So a year ago, actually, just about exactly a year ago, he was complaining that they made the green M M&M and M less sexy. We all saw it. They replaced her stilettos with flats, and he was like, "This is too woke." I want you know, to. I want to. I want to have sex with the green M and M. You know, Alex. I'm gonna say it. I don't think anthropomorphized morsels of chocolate really do it for me. Yeah. No. I never. Once I just don't. I about, just never. I just. I think the. I think the specific phrasing he used is he, like, wants to like have a drink with the 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 green M M&M. and M. But yeah, he basically, he was like, I want to fuck the green M&M and, and she's less appealing. The left will stop at nothing until all candy mascots are unappealing sexually. That was a year ago. And now he's complaining that there are there's a, a package of girl M&Ms. All the all the M&Ms on this package are girls. By the way, they're all chocolate. They're all flavored the same. It's just a different dye on the coating. It's just shitty milk chocolate. It's yeah, it's it's just little chocolate morsels. But the the packaging has girl mascots on it. And they brought back the heels, I hear. I don't really pay attention to you M&Ms, know, but I hear they so brought strange. back the heels. There's really like strange. a gay M&M. It's They're like, complaining it, that it's too it, woke. You know, they they complain that like uh, like that, that, that certain things have different ascribed genders. And it's like, okay, then why don't we make it just gender neutral? And they're like, too woke. That's too woke. It should all be men, but also the girl one should be sexy. And then, like, if you made it sexy, they'd be like, you're trying to, you're, yeah, they're, they're you're trying, trying to, to, trying to children. groom the kids. You're trying to groom the kids. Yeah, it's almost what? like they're not acting in good faith. It's it's almost like they're just trying to make anything up because they have literally nothing. It's because they just, they know that they do not win on economic issues and even now they don't work they don't they don't win on social issues anymore so they just make up stuff to be mad about well you know i would say at least they don't have like an actual child predator as a part of their party oops that's oh. most of the party oh shit that's, that is a, a strong percentage of elected republicans and, and like you know, the, it's and weird the media too. people like even some of trump's like Staff people like actively try to stay away from Matt Gates and keep their family yeah. away from Matt Gates. Dude, did you hear about he all the stuff going on with uh, with Matt Walsh? Who who that? The who? What is a woman guy? The guy that goes to school board meetings where he does not have children. He's oh, like, he's too woke. He's a big media guy. We've talked about him before. All right, but an old clip of him resurfaced. I think I get a lot of his ads because YouTube is like yeah. Like, here's a bunch of conservative bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember talking about that? Uh, I, I told you about that documentary, What is a Woman, where he talks to people and then he's like, what's a woman? And then they explain. And then he's like, too long. Didn't listen. 
Right. Yeah. Anyway, an old clip of him resurfaced talking about how teen pregnancy is good, actually, because you're you're most fertile at like 16. Okay. Yeah. Question. uh, Okay. And he's saying that it's 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 good when women get married younger um, as opposed to older. And oh, no. Teen pregnancy is projecting again is good, actually. He's projecting again because you're more fertile when you're like 15 or 16. Oh, how about this? Just have kids if you want to have kids. Yeah. Yeah, and the, some of the a lot of them call themselves libertarians too, which is so ironic. Like Ben Shapiro uh claims to be libertarian. Yeah. Yeah, what a moron. Anyway, so yeah, but the M&M's thing. Yeah, you 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 pointed out. Yeah, they they think it's too woke when they are women and they think it's too woke when they're not sexy. So the only conclusion that I can draw is that at least when it comes to M&M's, Tucker Carlson is gay. I don't... Because they have to be I don't men, even know. but they have to be sexy. So put the yellow M&M in, in, uh, in some stilettos, and then I... I talked to you about this on the phone. I think Mars should double down. I think the I'm Mars company... I'm trying to think of like, words to describe Tucker Carlson besides a fucking hack. Yeah, no, he, he's a like, hack. He's just a hack. Like Out, he, outside I of his ideology, just, he is a hack. There was this like one Swedish millionaire who was just like the issue with American like finances isn't that like the poor aren't working enough and work ethic isn't like good enough or whatever. It's because billionaires aren't paying like people aren't paying taxes. People who have money aren't paying taxes. And yeah. he like fully he he basically told Tucker Carlson, I think like verbatim he was like you're a millionaire supported by billionaires yeah right and Dude, then he Tucker, is, i cannot stress enough he is the heir to the swanson fortune yeah yeah tyson though it's no it's I mean, swanson. tyson chicken yeah it's the swanson company he like married um, into it into yeah. the family um and it he, uh, tucker got so triggered by that comment that he actually had them like stop recording the bit Jesus. like the the show yeah and he's like okay you know what you fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> he's like you know what you pompous motherfucker so did the did the other guy record it on his end then because like i think so it was like recorded somehow i and think i've seen what you're talking about it was really funny because you see tucker go from like the oh i want to be fair on both sides to shit the shit's not working my way yeah <laughs> Yeah, the thing about Tucker Carlson is he tries so hard to LARP as, like, a a blue-collar dude when he's just the farthest thing from it. Like, he takes, like, staged photographs in, like, a log cabin wearing, like, a flannel shirt and jeans. Mm -hmm. He tries to make it look like he's a—he tries to make himself look like a lumberjack even though he has never worked a day in his life. No, he's, like, the epitome of country music stars, except he doesn't even do the country music bit. Right. Yeah, he is in every way except musically. He is a stadium country performer. Uh pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, I I pitched this idea to you over the phone and I want to see what the listeners think. I what I think the Mars company should do is they should double down on on all this like representative repre- representation stuff. Uh first of all, they should permanently change the name of the candy to Feminems. 
And if you're caught dead naming them, if you if you are caught saying M and M's, even if you're talking Straight about the, the rapper, gulag. even if you're talking the about the rapper, uh, you owe. They will sue you, and you will owe a thousand dollars to the nearest woman. Like even if you sneeze while saying the name, like, yeah. If you're like, even if it's like an involuntary, like if you're tr- trying to be like Fema, ch- 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 right? Like, yeah, no, you cannot be spur- be smirch the name Eminem or feminems. Excuse right. me. And <gasps> oh, oh shit! I oh, owe Alex. I owe Haley a thousand dollars. At least we're man. keeping it in house. So <laughs> at least it's the same money. I'm just gonna have to keep her with me at all times, so I don't owe a thousand dollars to like a stranger. Right, right. So anyway, they should change the name to Feminems, and all of the packaging should just be like sexy green M M&M and M pinup art. Yeah, yeah, and it and it should say. Like, as if the green M&M herself, like, signed it for him. It should say, this is for you, Tucker, signed the green M&M. And she'll be mm. wearing her stilettos. The heels will be even bigger. Okay, it's, instead of a six-inch heel, it's a nine-inch, it's a, it's a 12, it's a foot-long heel. Fuck it, we just strapped some, like, foot straps onto she's, a skyscraper, she's and wearing that's stilts. what she's wearing. Yeah. She's wearing stilts. Yeah, and, it, and it'll say, this is for you, Tucker, and she'll be winking at the camera. Right. And uh, I think it should be anatomically correct. I think if they're going to anthropomorphize these candies, they should go a step further. Give them human genitals. I, Make it like a Playboy centerfold and I have like, it say, this I is for you, Tucker. About this this like is what you light. wanted. Like, I keep on thinking about this. If this really happened, and I'd be like, I don't I just want to eat chocolate, man. <laughs> I don't want to see. I just, which I think really the, I think like, the feminine name change what, should what, be permanent just because it would trigger the conservatives so much. Um, right. But I understand, you know, if if you don't want to run the pinup thing forever, let's let's just say like a month. OK, it, at least give me time to collect to to give myself a nice collection of M&M pinup art. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, you what, just rule 34 that shit, Alex. Actually, actually, hold on. I, I oh, am no. live on the I air. I should not have said that. I'm going to rule 34. I'm, I'm just going to see what kind of green M&M art there is. Green. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how to like type it to make green M&M come up. Because like the site that I'm on, you like you have to type in like word underscore word like no like spaces so like i do not know how to format this anyway if you have any good green m&m pinup art send it in uh join the discord link in description send it whatever channel you want i don't care just actually gavin's retinas be damned i guess i we have a public server (laughs) so i think i need to make a specific nsfw channel dude um, if you want to just DM it to Gavin, join the Discord server, send Gavin a friend request, DM him the green M&M pinup art, he'll forward it to me. I'm so happy I don't have much social media. Yeah. But yeah, write in with your thoughts. I want to know what the listeners think about my idea. <laughs> I just think that would be so funny. Just something, just anything to target Tucker Carlson in particular and just just have them tease him about being attracted to the green M&M. Because I think, I think he deserves to be bullied more. 
I think it would be really funny if a large corporation bullied but I Tucker actually want to get like under his skin. That's the thing. I, d- I, I don't want, want it to make to him like, upset. I want him to be, I, to like, feel I want personally it to be something. I, I want it to be something that like isn't deadly, but it's something he would be so like irked by that he wouldn't put it on air. That see, that's exactly what I think this is. I, cause but it'll like, say this is for you. Tucker. No, he will know it's for him, but it's, that's why I say it should be anatomically correct. So he can't like put the full uncensored thing on the air. Right. I just, I just, I want this. So Mars, if you're listening, which I know you are hit me up, you can have this one for free. Just send me some, some free prints of the art that whatever art you use, I want like a poster size print. I want like a postcard sized one. I want one that I can fit into my wallet. Uh, just send me like a variety, maybe put it on a mug. Maybe do a limited mug. I like mugs. So anyway. Especially the green M&M's mug, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway. I just want to eat chocolate, man. That's. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. All I'll say about the gas stove, because that's another th- culture, weird culture war thing that came up. Gas stoves. Some scientific uh, well, no, like government agency was, just, was like, w- "Hey, gas stoves are bad for us, actually, and maybe we should start phasing them out and maybe regulate." Well, it them. wasn't even like it wasn't even like they were like, "Oh, this is like majorly detrimental." It's just like, yeah, I mean, if we're looking for something, well, next, it is actually uh, very detrimental. I think it was like thirteen percent of childhood asthma cases have been uh, traced back to gas stoves. Yeah, but it's not like fifty. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean that's still a, a, a significant number. I mean, thirteen percent is a, is a measurable amount. Yeah, that's more than but one like, in ten. Right? Yeah, that's one yeah. in ten kids and some change. You know, fuck them, kids. Um, I, you know, <laughs> I just my the thing is, it's not even like they were like, yeah, let's shut that shit down. You know, it was just they're like, yeah, if we're looking for something, that's the next thing. How about gas stoves, you know? Well, like, it's like leaded gas, how it's something that should have been phased out, and luckily it was, and like asbestos. I mean, there's a, Like that there's needed a to be phased no, out, well, and then we phased it a, out. There's a difference between leaded gas and, and gas stoves, that being that if you inhale lead gas fumes when you're a kid, you just become a boomer. Yeah. <laughs> well, like leaded gas was traced back to like higher crime rates and, and just general worse health. Um, and self-centeredness was, and the general belief that any generation that comes after you is not only inferior but more lazy makes you crash the economy yeah, yeah makes you want to invade countries for no good reason but yeah gas stoves like there's really there's no reason to keep them if we have an alternative which we do we should we really should start phasing them out in favor of electric stoves but we are so far into like late state i don't the infrastructure well like the infrastructure is already there well the thing is the infrastructure is there for electric stoves you just plug them in as far as i know like i'm not a lot i'm not an installer but they're just electric yeah and i'm not like an electrician either but like from from what i know about like rural electrical grids like they're not really ready for like every household in the city to have like an electric induction you know stove sure i i don't know either way on that but that's why it's uh, like a phase you phase them out and phase in right. electric stoves like you don't just do it all at once but, but also like but also like electric stoves are just generally better 
like yeah. in just how they operate. Yeah. Um, they're just generally more efficient and better. And why would you, why would you lean on something that's just, um, like not only irrelevant, but also like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um, it's just worse. Yeah. Uh, what's that word though? It starts with an I, um, I don't, I don't know. Not irrelevant, but it is. I don't, Never mind. I, I forgot don't, I don't the know. word. We'll circle back to it when you remember what word you were going to say. Right. But yes. Right. So basically what had happened was some research came out that was like, hey, gas stoves are worse for the environment. They they can be they they're responsible for a, a significant portion of childhood asthma cases. Oh, they can also make your house explode. Yeah. They're like sometimes it yeah i cannot stress if you're not enough. careful about it no yeah gas stoves i i didn't grow up with a gas stove uh so my lungs are either. amazing so i didn't grow up with a gas stove I, I i grew up with just an electric stove um so i didn't know like how to use one until i was like a teenager right but i was so surprised by how easily you could kill yourself with one of those oh yeah you just you just keep the gas on and you get sleepy. Yeah. Well, like my my roommate, I'm trying not to talk too loud, but my roommate once was cooking dinner and he turned on the burner, but he like didn't light it. So for a couple minutes, he just had the burner on with like the gas coming out. Yeah. And I was like, I, I think Haley noticed it first, but she was like, bro, bro, do you realize how like dangerous that is yeah but yeah just the fact that you could accidentally like just explode fill your, your house, house with with yeah. toxic gas yeah and you have to well like if you keep it going like even if you don't light it it'll like kill your brain cells um and if you do I like, you know, if you accidentally light it or if you don't know that it's there and you like light a match or something your house will just explode yeah. So you have to be like you have to carefully turn off the burner without lighting sure. it, sure. and like well, open a window, sure. get a fan going. Oh God, what? Happened? What are you saying? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know how I will choose to edit that, but we had technical difficulties. Anyway, I was surprised by how easily you could just kill your entire family with a gas stove. So maybe we should get ga- we should phase them out just because of any one of the reasons that we've gone over. Like childhood asthma individually, that's that's bad. If we could, if we could just not have thirteen percent of the childhood asthma cases, like shit, that's life changing for a lot of people. Um, also, the fact that you could kill your entire family with one, that's a good enough reason to phase them out on its own. But yeah, anyway, the so the reason that we're talking about it is because conservatives saw that like. Thing where it was like, hey, childhood asthma and, and gas stoves are bad. Maybe we should phase them out. Maybe we should ban them. Consider banning them like over like a 10 year period. Just basically stop the sale of them. They acted like they wanted to like send in a SWAT team to to take your gas stove at gunpoint. And now they're just coming up with after the fact like justifications for why they're getting so angry about gas stoves in particular. Like, for some reason now, every conservative thinks that they are Gordon Ramsay and they need a gas stove to cook properly. My thing is, with with that, I don't know what difference it makes. You're just, if you're cooking something, like, in a pot, which you are if you're making something on a stove, like, in a pot or a pan, it's just heat. 
all that is affecting the food is the amount of heat. So why does it matter what's generating that heat? I mean, let's be honest, like most working people just use a microwave anyway. <laughs> yeah. Or or like an air fryer. Like very right. few things that I make anymore require using the stove. All I can think of right now is like mac and cheese or if I want to like actually fry something. But yeah, most things I make, like either I'll microwave it if it's like a snack or or I'll make it in the air fryer or in the oven. But yeah, some like professional chefs now are saying that gas stoves just are better. Vaguely, I don't just know. Cause. Just because. Just because they are. And yeah. I don't really put a lot of stock in that, even, even when it is the professionals saying it. Because there's a whole industry around wine tasting, and they well, like make also, up stuff. They make up stuff like, "Oh, I can tell that different? this was bo- grown in this vineyard, and, and it was and it was processed here." It's all bullshit. So I I don't really buy people that have convinced themselves that gas stoves are better. Like I just don't, right, I don't but buy like, that. But like, how is there different types of heat? That you know? Yeah, it's all heat. Now it's just I do understand like. To put a little bit of nuance into it, grilling, I I would prefer to grill a, a burger over a charcoal grill as opposed to just like cooking it on like my griddle because charcoal, like cooking with charcoal is just fundamentally different. It's not just the heat. It's also like the flavor in the smoke and all and, the and carcinogens. All yeah. In the carcinogens. Yeah. You can taste the carbon. Um, right. So like w- there's a debate around like charcoal grills versus propane grills. I understand that. Okay. I understand how that is a two-sided issue and different people can have different opinions on it, but Hell, gas stoves, I just eat it raw. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I still follow liver King. I still I let, hashtag. I still believe in liver King. I let the body do the cooking, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But gas stoves versus electric stoves. It's, I just do not. I, I firmly, I this is the conclusion I've come to. Anyone that says there is a real difference in terms of how they cook between a gas stove and an electric stove, they're just lying or they're stupid or both. Unless they like, unless they're like an engineer or a like professional chef. Well, even like I said earlier, even the professional ones, I they're you could make the argument that they've just kind of placeboed their way into thinking that. Like I'd have to hear a pretty yeah. solid argument for why they're different, but yeah, that's that's all to say I don't want to talk about gas stoves. Uh, I, <laughs> you know, if I could like, what is there something drier we could talk about? Anything more dry than that? <laughs> the one of the funnier things about it, and I had talked to you about this on the phone, is that Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, he like commissioned art. It was like come and take it. And it's like a don't tread on me flag with the with a gas stove on it. Meanwhile, Florida statistically has like one of the, the lower rates stoves, either the least or like close to it, the, like the least uh, amount of people that use gas stoves per capita. Right. Yeah. But it has the highest population of people with hot air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Gavin, you want to touch on this yeah. debt ceiling thing? Oh yeah. So here, here's the deal. So, um, uh, current. I'm just gonna call him interim House Speaker because it takes one person, Democrat or Republican, in the House to be yeah. like, "You're out, Kevin." House Speaker um, asterisk. How about let's let's settle on this quote unquote House Speaker. 
the um uh alleged house speaker <laughs> yeah i like that the, alleged the, the alleged house speaker kevin a McCarthy. person with alleged power a person with alleged power we haven't seen him use it because if he tries it's like the it's like um uh i want to say that i was gonna say the schrodinger's cat of power like if you use it he, 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 he both it. has power and doesn't and doesn't because on paper he's the speaker of the house but anyone can just be like i don't like this guy and initiate a vote to get him out right also so, um i i wanted to ask you about this because i read an article like a couple weeks ago like when he first like made his his deal so mm. I, I wanted to get your take on this. I read an article that and I'm a little fuzzy on the details because it's been a while, but I read that to uh to if you wanted to like propose more government spending, you had to cut a, an existing program. Uh just cor- correct me if I'm I'm wrong about any of the details. I don't know what you might be referencing there, but um I mean that's just kind of like generally how we would like a budget to so let me just say one thing just to get this out of the way like a government's main like goal in any fiscal year is to pass a fucking budget right well like that's their first thing right so like in any budget obviously you would want to have like checks and balances so like if you're gonna spend money on one thing or at least on a new thing you would want to cut money for other things to afford that new thing the issue is we don't. So we borrow money from other countries. And to do that, uh, we, we run what's called a deficit, mm-hmm. which means that we're spending more money than we, yeah. than we take in through taxation. Can I, can I, can um, I get to my question? Yeah, sorry. I, so, don't, I haven't heard of anything like that. Um, okay. All right. Well, I'd, I'll, I'll still, just for the sake of, of finishing my thought. Um, yeah, so just go for it. In the article, from what I remember... So like the way it's been is the Republicans were like, hey, if you want to if you want to pass any if you want to pass anything that is expensive, you got to cut some spending in order to get more spending to 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 pass. Basically, um, that's that's my understanding. But they changed it to uh, in, you have to cut spending, but it's like a separate vote from whatever you're trying to spend the money on. So. The way that I read it is that, like, let's say you want to spend more money on, like, I don't know, public transit. That means you have to first cut money from, like, Medicare, Medicaid, something like that. And then once you have cut that spending, then they will consider spending the money on whatever thing you're proposing, which I read as just they want to cut spending and then not vote for the the additional spending. Well, I mean, I, so it's like multi-pronged. So like, so they want to cut spending, but only for things that were passed by Democrats. Right. Right. And things that will like help the poor. Whether or not it works. Right. It's like we, it's a Republican, uh, I, I don't know what the term is, but a Republican chamber, right? That's like doesn't really believe in anything except that the libs have to suck it. Yeah. Um, and it's not a very effective way to run a Congress. If you ask me. Yeah. Well, they, um, like they like to claim that they're fiscally conservative, but they will vote for an overbloated military budget. 
because they don't oh, believe in does. anything. Everyone, everyone does. That's the thing. Like yeah. everyone votes for an overblown military budget. Budget. Um, the, but they're the, the ones that is, go on about like how bad they, the deficit is. They go off about how bad the deficit is, despite the fact that over the Trump administration they had no issue raising the debt ceiling because it right. was a Republican administration. Um, and this was essentially they're just trying to like push their agenda with an existential crisis. What do you mean? So if we don't raise the debt ceiling, we go into default on our loan. So we borrow money from other countries, right? Mm -hmm. To keep our, our budgets even. Um, and when we do that, it's basically us saying to these countries, Hey, we're going to pay you back what we borrowed from you with interest. Right. Um, and because of the strength of our economy, every country's like, yeah, yeah, we have every faith, all the faith that you can do that. Now, if we default on our loans, it means that we have found ourselves in a position that we cannot pay back our, the money we've borrowed with interest, right? And what that causes is uh, kind of a tumultuous relationship with, with um uh, lenders and borrowers, right? Yeah. Well, it like uh, ruins least, the United States at economic least intergovernmentally, reputation. right? Which causes uh, interest rates to go even further up. Yeah. Um. Now the issue with that is the reason that our national debt isn't like an existential crisis is because our interest rates are well managed, right? It would just take some decent budgeting and um less deficit spending for us to like manage it, but we in tax revenue make up make trillions of dollars a year right right just not 30 trillion dollars a year right we like we could we could pay it back it's feasible for us to pay it back within a reasonable amount of time yeah also um, if you're if you're worried about the deficit like just tax billionaires but they don't republicans don't right, want to no. do that right they would and sooner let they, the world literally burn I mean, essentially, I mean, it would start with are. the United States. And because we're one of the main supporting pillars of the world economy, if we go down, everyone comes down with us, mm -hmm. um, which is fucked. Um, so essentially, they're just saying like, hey, Biden, all this good stuff that you did. Yeah, I mean, not even like I, I, I don't want to put like a name on it, like a, a, a grade on it, if you will. Um, just all the stuff that you've done, we want you to undo it or else we're going to destroy the U S economy and blame you for it. Yeah, that's fucked. Um, and it's not like when I say destroy all, um, like learned ec economists are saying that this would be an existential crisis for the United States if we defaulted on our loans. Yeah, that's uh, shit. If I, if I so, could speak on behalf I would say shit. Damn. Um, I would say shit too. Um, now, of course, I like I. I, I don't know what like the Democrats are kind of thinking. I, I I think at this point they're just like, yeah, let the babies throw a tantrum. Yeah. Let them. I mean, we they could like a Democrat could be like, hey, Kevin, we don't like you, get out. But like they're just wanting. I guess the Democrats just kind of want to see them sink, sink their so, own ship. So the so the Republicans don't want to raise the debt ceiling, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so raising, raising the, the debt, debt ceiling, ceiling. So like in practice, like what what does that mean when we raise the debt ceiling? It allows us to take in more loans from other countries. Okay. Um, 
beyond what our current debt is. So, like, for instance, um, uh, in one fiscal year, we'll say, like, okay, we borrowed this much. We only have so much more that we can borrow, but our projections show that we will require more than that. So they raise what's called the debt ceiling, which means yeah. that gov- the government's allowed to take in more debt. Yeah, and it's not now, like course, we could just that, not borrow any more money. N- 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No, we couldn't. Uh, that would be uh, so terribly awful. Yeah, so like, literally so like my everyone. understanding of the debt ceiling is you, they just have to rate every year. They have no choice really but to raise it. I, yes. I, uh, I kind of not... wonder why like they vote on it every, like why isn't it just an automatic thing other than oh, that's was. just the way that it we... was for like, for the longest time. It was for the really? longest time. It was just an automatic, like, yep, yeah, raise the debt ceiling. Okay. Like, they so... would just make a projection for the next like 10 years and just raise the debt ceiling accordingly. It was never, it was always something um, to do with like administration. It wasn't like it, it, it was bureaucracy. Yeah. It right? wasn't it like was a culture like... war issue. No. So when so that when did that change then? Is that like recent uh, like when Kevin McCarthy got became the house speaker? <laughs> um, well, I remember there being drama of, around the debt ceiling in recent years. Well, here's here's the deal really. Um so ever since this red wave became like a red trickle and Republicans haven't had the same amount of gravity that they've thought they would have. Um they're looking for anything to kind of cement any amount of power in a currently crumbling party without yeah. a real head. Um, and to show kind of like how powerless they are, it takes one member of Congress, Democrat or Republican, to get Kevin McCarthy to not be speaker anymore. Yeah. To do a vote of com- no confidence and psh, he's out. Um, or the American equivalent to vote of no confidence. Um that that is what kevin mccarthy gave away to become house speaker um and they're they're at this point so weak in their ability to get anything done they're willing to put an existential crisis uh before they're willing to put an existential crisis in the way of getting something done anything done so do you think they'll actually like do it yeah i think they will Jeez. I think they will. I think they will because they don't actually believe in anything right now. They don't have any bearing on what to think. Um, yeah. And so do you uh, think the Democrats will just like capitulate? Because they don't really I, have a choice. Like if they, I guess my well, question I mean, is if, more, do if, you if, think if, they believe they'll go through with it? Um, I, I really hope Democratic uh I really hope there's enough bipartisan support generally when the rubber hits the road or when the temperature kind of rises for people to be at least on the right, be like, this is fucking crazy. We're not going to put the entire country in economic crisis. We need to raise debt ceiling. And of course they'll have complete uh, democratic support. Um, I just don't think it's going to be something that Kevin McCarthy will, will be happy with. He's trying to keep his whips in, in, in order. He's trying to whips are people that get everyone in the party and rank and file in line to vote a certain way so that they can have power. Yeah. Really. Yeah. McCarthy is really like 
he has a, a fine line to walk because he's trying to appeal to everyone in the party, but the party is so fractured ideologically. Well, it takes he needs literally every vote to pass anything. Yeah. So that you're speaking to the Matt Gates and the Marjorie Taylor Greens exactly of of people. Um along with some of the Republican Party that are like those people are fucking crazy. Why are they on the oversight committee? Yeah. By the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene is on the Congressional Oversight Committee. Yeah. I will say and I and I don't want to spend too much more time on it because I we are we're recording a little bit a little bit late at night. Um, so I wanna And I'm recording without any sleep. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I wanna blaze through the rest of this. But yeah. yeah, my one of my takeaways from this situation is like first of all, shit. Uh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, I like I don't want to say I respect it, but like there's something to be said about fighting so hard for in this case a bad thing, but fighting so hard for something that you're willing to tank the world economy and the people that you're threatening know that you will do it. Like like it's it's kind of like the the rail strike thing how it's not really about the strike itself. It's about the threat of the strike. And, you know, my criticism in, in that situation of, of the of the Biden administration was taking away any leverage the rail workers had. But, yeah, I just wish that elected progressives had. And, and again, I, it's kind of it's kind of nuclear this situation because it's like the world economy is on the line. Well, and I wouldn't even say like, it's not even that they're fighting. It's just sabotage. Yeah. But the thing is, if they threaten that and if everyone knows that they're crazy enough to go through with it, they're going to get what they want. Cause the other choice is, uh, the world ends. Well, I mean, it's, um, but yeah, I just uh, wish that like the elected uh, yeah, progressives just had like had the power that they don't have. Well, yeah. I, I it's that's well, like, kind of like the situation. A couple of years ago, when Nancy Pelosi was like, when they were like voting on the the, I think I think they were voting on like the House Speaker when the Democrats had the majority. Um, you know, pe- some people were saying that like the progressive uh, wing of the party should like withhold their vote for Pelosi and say, we'll vote for you, but you have to do this. You know, you have to give us this list of concessions. They ended up not going through with it. They just kind of ended up just kind of falling in line. But yeah, I wish that like people that are supposed to be like the furthest left members of the party would actually use the leverage that they have. So like, which is what, well, like withholding their votes on 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 certain things, like you know, you need a certain number of people to vote for you as speaker, or else you aren't speaker. That's what we just went through with the whole McCarthy situation, like getting him to the position of speaker in the first place. Like the like the squad could just withhold their votes. I don't. I again, I don't know what the numbers are. Like, I don't know if they would be able to. Well, I mean, like, it's such a slim margin. That's the thing, right? So well, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Even... I don't know if they ha- would have the numbers to just like not elect Pelosi as speaker, but like it's it's. I, don't, I just wish that they would use what leverage they have, if if any at all. You know. Well, I mean, if they tried to use what leverage they had, still nothing would be able to get done because they don't hold a majority in Congress. 
What do you mean? Well, because so the speaker uh, is allowed to, or the speaker has the power to to introduce whatever bills uh, to the House floor, right? They're kind of like the gatekeeper of what bills get introduced, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I'm trying to think about this. Um, I'm also running on like no sleep. Yeah. So well, the, the thing is me. with this bear with this with situation, me. it was a couple of years ago. The Democrats had a majority. And they were right. just they were just reelecting Pelosi as speaker, but there was some talk about so withholding here's, here's votes. the deal. Kevin McCarthy will kind of do anything to hold on to power. Even Republicans who have like left the GOP have said that he's a power hungry asshole. Mm-hmm. Um and so he's dealing with such a slim margin of error, right? That um, you know, even if like two Republican House members vote against something right it doesn't get passed Mm -hmm. so um a lot of those members are like if the democrats are voting for it i'm against it yeah right and obviously that doesn't work if you if you have such a slim such a slim majority even if you want to pass something as speaker that you think would be good for your constituents because of course they're elected from a state they're like any other uh representative uh except they were elected speaker of the house um you know if you have a a fraction of your party that wants this to be a zero-sum game uh you can't do anything can't get anything done okay yeah i what i'm talking about really is just like it's not even the same i'm trying to say what I'm trying to say in that is that Democrats still don't have any leverage there. They have a they're they're the minority party right now in the House of Representatives. So what? Um, I, yeah, I'm talking about a couple of years ago. I'm talking about when they had a yeah. majority. I'm not talking about right now. I'm not talking. Right. Okay. I'm not I'm not yeah. talking about right now. I'm talking about okay. when they were when Pelosi was up for not re-election, but when they were basically just putting her back in as as, as speaker. Like, mm-hmm. hey, hey, we we're doing this like formality vote your your speaker well, also again. they had different house rules for that yeah i too yeah so i like, don't i don't know the minutia of of the so essentially it took like a actual like a handful of members of congress to ask for the equivalent of a vote of no confidence to get nancy pelosi out it only takes one member of congress uh to get kevin mccarthy out i understand that. um so there's that um gavin i'm, I'm, but also, I'm i really i don't want to get caught up like getting too much okay. into the weeds i'm just saying a couple years ago um they had leverage but they didn't use it is they, that like yeah the the crux of the argument is like the 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 progressive wing of the party wanted more so to like be accepted by the establishment so they didn't they didn't want to rock the boat too much so instead of doing what some people wanted and saying, hey, we're withholding our vote for U.S. speaker until you do this you know, list of concessions. I don't remember what exactly the concessions were, but basically what happened was they just chose to just say, hey, we support you no matter what. And that just kind of took away whatever leverage they did have in that situation. And my point that I but- wanted to make is I like. I don't necessarily want them to threaten, you know, tanking the world economy, but I just wish that, you know, the, the, the supposed left wing, you know, elected officials would use whatever leverage they have when they have it. 
that's and that's really I'm, the point uh, that I wanted to make I, on that. And I'll just one more comment, short comment. Um, even if they did that, they would be a minority still. People who would be willing to vote for that would still be a minority. Sure. But it's it's like when McCarthy got elected, he made the deal that he did because the people that were holding out their votes were it was like I don't know if it would it was be a literally similar- Matt Gates. That was like it. Yeah, he was like the last one that that held on. Right, but it was such a I, slim margin. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know like what the numbers were back when this was happening on the Democratic side. But McCarthy made the deal that he did with the like the MAGA wing of the party because he needed their votes just to just to keep the process going, just to keep our government going. So like on the Democratic side, the squad, like the the Progressive Caucus could have done a similar thing. They could have said, like, hey, you know, if you want to be Speaker of the House still, do this list of concessions and we'll vote for you. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to make any claims on, 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 the, on the minutia of, of, the, of the, the rules and everything. I just, I just wish they would use their leverage when they, when they have leverage. Anyway, we watched a movie this week. Oh, did we? Oh, did we? Oh. Yeah. I ended up watching part one and part two back to back. Nice. And uh gotta say I do not regret spending that that four hours of my time. Uh um, it, it really more on this when we get to part two, but it it really does all come together as like Twilight Endgame. Yeah, kinda. But it's like so I like that the production value went up. Yeah. No, I I it, do like you that. know it reminds me of that like 2010, 2012 chic kind of yeah. look you remember that yeah. those were the good old days yeah um and uh yeah i just uh i, I liked all the the little things like how the the lady comes into the vampire castle place and they're like oh a human as though they're not like also anatomically human right yeah <laughs> yeah we talked yeah. about this earlier i think it's so funny when like creatures that just are humans talk about humans as if there's some separate entity with like right. an entirely different background and everything when they were human to begin with and they still right. are for all intents and purposes. Right. Yeah. No, the move, this movie though, I, the whole series is horny, but I oh, will say oh, yeah. <laughs> it ramp the horniness ramps up in this one. Oh, for sure. Okay. Is it weird that like, even though like it, it, it was pretty much soft core porn let's like yeah yeah um even then i just did not want to see her naked <laughs> I, I just didn't i just i was not interested i was like no buddy just why just put on a swimsuit it's fine you don't he does he, he's not putting up any expectations if anything yeah. he's kind of a pushover he's also kind of a piss baby <laughs> He's, no, really, he really is. And also, when she's just like, when she's like, can you explain? You know, can you explain in a sentence what you mean? That he's a piss baby. Yeah. He's just like, he's just like, I, I hurt you. And she's like, it's, it's cool. It was awesome. I had a yeah. great night. Yeah, he's kind like, of like, like, like actually, he's like, no. Like, yeah, there's like I'm the one part bruised. where she, where they're like, going over all of like the hardcore hickeys she's gotten. From that. Right. Yeah, I mean they're they're just bruises. Yeah, it's not like she has a broken femur or something. Yeah, you know that like, that kind of goes back to what we've been saying that the twilight the twilight vampires just are better than us. 
They they run fast. They are like pretty much invulnerable, except for when they aren't. They can live forever. They right. don't even have to. They don't have to drink human blood. But it's just and now weird. We, like and, and like, now we know they fuck hard. Well, yeah, but like Edward, if you don't want to like hurt her like physically, then don't fucking marry her. Like <laughs> that seems like an inevitability. You know, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Well, I kind of get it. And Look, also, like I, the whole listen. the whole wedding. Hold on, I'm not done yet. <laughs> The whole wedding ceremony and the whole, like, the whole honeymoon, she looks, like, slightly miserable. Well, that's... And she, that's like, just, looks at him just when Stewart. he's just, like, when when he's just, like, I hurt you, and I'm, I can't, we can't do that, I hurt you. And she's, like, why can't you see how absolutely happy I am? And I, like, audibly <laughs> said, because you don't look happy. I will you say... Look miserable. I, yeah, you speaking to that, miserable. <laughs> I did notice, and I pointed out when Haley and I were watching it, the opening narration just feels extra like, I don't want to be here. Right. They say, they say that uh, adulthood is about putting your toys away or whatever. And, uh, and uh, Dude, I'm legally an adult. I <sighs> still have lightsabers, motherfuckers. Look at these turkeys. It felt like, look at these turkeys. Look at these turkeys. Look at these turkeys. I and also, you. I I like to see the. It was fun to see the part, <laughs> the official second where um fucking Jacob becomes a pedophile. Um, uh, fucking what? Yeah, like, yeah. How much? How much of the imp? Because I I'm trying fuck? not to talk about part two because I did watch it like immediately after. Yeah, that. how much? Like, of the, I don't care. How much of the I imprinting don't. stuff did we get in part one? Because I don't want to like. like I don't want to spoil. He looks into the baby's eyes and then he sees like the entire life or something. Okay. I don't fucking okay. know. So we did get get to that in part one. Okay. Yeah. 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 I want to talk more about it later in part two, but that that whole that that whole side plot is also this constant very like troubling. Like I don't I don't get like what their deal is with not like accepting Bella's want to have the child. I kind of get it because it will kill her, but it doesn't. But it doesn't. Only I mean, technically because she's undead. But like, right. well, it is know. like they just barely saved her life. So like, I kind yeah. of get it. By the way, I wanted to I wanted to point out it feels like they're doing some not so subtle, slightly below the surface, like pro life propaganda in this movie. When Alice is well, like, it was her the, choice, though. Well, listen, the, Alice is like, "Oh, the fetus will kill her," and then Rosalie is like, "Say, baby," you know, like that. It felt very much like I Stephanie Meyer, doctor- known Mormon, is looking into the camera saying, "Babe, these are uh, unborn fetuses are babies, and we shouldn't do abortion." I just wanted the doctor dad dude to be like, "Technically, it's a zygote, but." <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do i know i have i've only been a doctor for 200 years yeah um <laughs> but dude like, that, that whole pregnancy sequence like that that shit was visceral i will say it, it was impressive like the, the visual effects like making Kristen stewart look that way i mean good job for I, like 20 what was it 2012 it was like 2011 2011 yeah like yeah good good was, good good deal good yeah, job kind of um they kind of do the same thing they did with uh tony stark in uh, the beginning of endgame 
they make him look all thin and frail. Well, one thing I don't understand is why Jacob still thinks this is any of his fucking business. I yeah yeah. Can we can we do our can regular checking in on Jacob segment su- sub segment? So yeah, I w- I would say he hit peak incel in Eclipse, but he did not get very much uh, you know less incelly. Wait, so does this mean that he like? So if he's not actually in love with Bella, does that mean he technically imprinted on one of her eggs? I was going to say, I've been talking about this with Haley. Which also means he imprinted on one of Jacob's, or one of, one of fucking, the, uh, the other dude, the other vampire <laughs> oh, dude's Edward. sperm. Edward's sperm. I, yeah, I, I was, I, I wanted to say, I think he just imprinted on one of her eggs and he, he could like sniff that one particular egg and he was like... <laughs> Hey, hey, Bella, you want to go out? There's something about you that's so alluring. Right. I just imagine um, he, because <laughs> he has super, probably superhuman smell, so he probably smelt that she was like on her, on her period, and was he's like, like, is that is just, that the one? Is that the is that the, is that the is that, is that, no? And he just has like the Wings song by Paul McCartney, so, the song <laughs> um, what is it um. Something in the way, or uh, not something in the way, that's Nirvana. Um, <laughs> fuck you. Something in the yeah. way. Yeah, that's no. it. No. He just, um, uh, it's a Paul McCartney song I can't think of the name of, but it's very not. He's he's simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, sure. But um, dude, there's. Yeah, but also, it's like none of his business and all of his like family are like, dude, just like. Is just let real, it go. Like, she is actively pregnant with your nemesis, your pseudo nemesis's child. Yeah, nemesis' there was, child. There was one line that kind of encapsulated his general attitude towards Bella, where uh, it's I think it's towards the end of the movie. He's like, "Well, think of it." She Bella is like giving her her thing about how she wants to like have the baby and she she doesn't care if it kills her and you know she she wants to go through with the pregnancy and he's like technically what didn't kill her made her stronger that is true that is very literally true very literally true very (laughs) yes Uh, and jacob's response is something along the lines of like he was basically like think of it from my perspective though he was like well, loving you and, Why, and, and all this will will all have been for nothing if that baby kills you. It was already for nothing. Well, yeah. The value of that tank First of all when that, yeah. Remember but when also, she like, like fully, it's her life like, and it is her decision. Him? Remember when she fully catfished him though? Did she remember that one? I think it was the second one. Yeah, no, she didn't catfish him. She did not set up a it dating was... profile under a different name. But she was just like, like I want to be with you. Yeah, she did but lead she him didn't, on. Like mean it. She let him on, but he did take it too far. It's like, bro, just fucking have some dignity, have some self respect. Yeah, no, honestly, he should have some respect for her and and stop trying to like steal her. But beyond that, yeah, he should have some respect for himself. Or just, just move get on, a dude. therapist. Get a yeah. therapist. Yeah. Get go on BetterHelp. Yeah. Can I can I give you my theory for how I think Renesme, by the way, dumb name was conceived? Sure, this, hit me. This is a bit of of Twilight headcanon on my part. I believe that when you become 
a vampire. I, I think it's generally accepted. Your body kind of stays the way it is. You don't really age anymore. You just kind of right. you just stagnate, right? I believe that when you become a vampire, like your jizz stays alive indefinitely, but but you only have the amount of jizz that you have in your body when you're turned. That's some that's some vintage 1920s jizz right there. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah, I think that was Edward's last living load. That that that, that jizz still had trace amounts of radium in it. <laughs> <laughs> That that jizz has lead paint in it. Back when it was seen as like a work like perk to get radium infused water. Yeah. No, that's that's my Twilight headcanon. I think that like the only reason that vampires can't conceive one, I don't I don't I don't think the 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 woman vampires are like fertile anymore. But yeah, I I think that all of the guy vampires that might have tried to conceive they just kind of wasted their last living load. But Edward being like like a uh like a hardcore like Christian question mark, uh what made him able that was the one thing that made him able to conceive a child. Wait, was he actually a virgin? Yeah. He was like saved. Oh. That's been like his thing. He's been saving himself. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's again, his, again, that's Twilight was the bear. I'm sorry. I, you know, again, Twilight was written by like a hardcore Mormon. And mm. like that's it's been pointed out by other people before, but simultaneously, isn't that kind of oxymoronic. What do you mean? Like, isn't that kind of sacrilege, though? What? Like for a Mormon to write about vampires, because technically yeah. that's sacrilege. I guess. Well, the thing is, Twilight both has a metaphor for saving yourself for marriage, and it also has literal, like, saving yourself for marriage. Like, the whole, like, Edward not wanting to turn Bella into a vampire is a metaphor for sex, um, but also they just want to have sex, and then they wait until marriage. So they do the metaphor and the thing that the metaphor is for. I love that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I even yeah. though we all know they would have just fucked in the first movie and Edward would have been like, "Man, this wasn't really what I thought it would be." And then he would just leave. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. 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 This, I've I've pointed it out before, but I feel like I can't go a Twilight episode without pointing out that Edward is a 109-year-old groomer. Or at this point, like 110, 111 year old. But like, yeah. Yeah. As long as you don't look at Yes, right. Yeah. And then Um, Jacob follows in his footsteps more on that in our next Twilight review. Just, man, like, if this could get, like, I just, it's just like watching a clown show, you know? (laughs) You know what? At this point. I've just learned to just be like, sure, she's pregnant with a vampire baby. Yeah, that's. You know what I've missed in this this series? You know what I've missed? Sure. The the human (laughs) characters. Like the the, Bella's (laughs) classmates. I I really liked them at the fucking. Like, I love the the, um, faux pas of the, you know, just the, the bitchy high school girl that just has to be bitchy. Yeah, I liked them at the wedding. I don't remember what they said, but they said something like, 
Uh, these weird people none I of just... it was flattering though like none of it like literally bella's dad was like uh yeah i i'm fine with this because i know how to use a gun <laughs> yeah. and how to yeah. shoot people yeah well uh, which would have been funnier than what he actually said because he was fucking serious i just he was dead serious i just wish that bella's classmates like the human people were around more in the later movies because i just i feel like they really ground this the, the series in a great way because like it gets kind of high concept and it gets especially in part two it gets kind of end gamey and you know you get kind of lost in the sauce and i feel like it really could benefit from just a normal person <laughs> being like lost what the, the fuck are we great. doing here right um i, I wish yeah, i wish just... we could get like Anna Kendrick and and company, you you know like the the Muppet characters, like the two old guys <laughs> in the in the yeah. thing, and they're like, yeah, hey, this show sucks. I wish that we, I wish they could be that. I wish, yeah, I want that so bad. <laughs> well, I liked how um like one of Bella's friends was just like, is she showing a bump yet, a baby bump yet? And they're like, why? That's, why are you? That's even what it was. That? That's are what you, it was. Yeah, I love it. Right, and they're like, why? And she's just like, well, she's getting, she's. She's literally 19. Yeah, 18, they were like, 19. Who, who, why else would you get married at 18? Right, and it's funny. In my because, experience, like, it, that's the case. Well, no, it's funny because it, like, it, it, it makes the whole, the whole dynamic of bad acting like, make sense storyline-wise. Because if, if her parents don't know if she's pregnant or not, they just don't want to like, ask. Yeah. <laughs> right? And they're just like, she's just going to get married we're just going to assume this isn't a shotgun wedding. Yeah. We're just going to assume that she's not pregnant right now. Yeah. But if I was like one of the, the side characters, that would be my assumption. Nothing oh, could convince yeah. me that it wasn't that, especially no when they end up having a kid that like, like, uh, like the pregnancy, like is like speed, speed ran. Oh dude, that, <laughs> I, something tells me that the rent for that baby was just too high. You know what I mean? It just wanted out of there as fast as yeah. possible. It couldn't afford it. Yeah. 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 Dude, back to, the, back to how visceral the pregnancy thing was. The one thing that stands out to me, and like I see it coming every time, and every time I'm so grossed out by it. Not necessarily grossed out, but I'm like, ooh. When Bella like takes a step and her back like folds in on itself... Yeah. She like throws her back out. Do that. That's that's hard to watch. I just I'm like I, I see that and I'm like, you know what? You're pregnant with a vampire baby. What were you expecting? Yeah. What did you expect to happen? I At guess. this point, it's a medical Deus Ex Machina. You know, anything can happen, I guess. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe she gets laser vision. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Vampires have laser vision now. Well, yeah, a big plot point with the with the pregnancy is that they don't really know what to do because it happens so rarely. And so they have to do kind of like in the first movie when Bella finds out or she's like suspicious about Edward being a vampire. She like does this whole Googling sequence. They do the same thing in this movie. Edward is like trying to look up information on what to do with this, you know, what to expect when you're expecting a vampire baby. Yeah. And the whole sequence, and a lot of movies, especially of this era, will do this. They'll have the Googling sequence just be, like, 
a montage of the guy Googling images and just scrolling through images, maybe reading a couple words. With scary noises. Yeah, it's just like old paintings and illustrations. I like to think... I like to think that it's actually that he's freaked out about becoming a father because he's not actually ready. Because <laughs> despite the fact that he's 109, he feels like a nine-year-old. Yeah. And he's looking for support groups, but it's like such a niche thing. Well, you know what? That is what you, what you say about them not being ready to be parents. That is incredibly accurate because not to get, you know, not to, not to talk about also, part two. Also, she's 19. Not to talk about part two. But the one thing that I will say about that is that everyone takes care of that baby except for Bella and Edward. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1, I would say best movie ever. I love how we're supposed to review the movie and each time we're just like, yeah, best movie ever. Best movie. I, I No, I, yeah, I would yeah. say so. Uh, it was fine. It was I eat. It was, it's literally one of those movies that I just like click on, turn off my brain, don't think about it. Just it's not good, but it's fun, and that's it's, it's, I value you that know, more. Even even when the like, even when the sex scene is like, I uh, would rather not. <laughs> you know, like uh, why? Like I listen, I'm good. Yeah, but you got. I know Robert Pattinson is just kind of like I'm doing this because I'm getting paid so much money. You gotta understand. Think not. Don't think of it like, oh, you gotta watch this movie as a twenty. What you're twenty two, twenty three. I'm turning twenty three in like two months. Yeah, as a nearly twenty three year old man in college with a beard, watching this movie on his laptop. You got to put yourself in the shoes of like a middle school girl watching this in in the theater after spending years waiting for them to do it, and then they finally do. Like you, you got to appreciate. You got to. There's there's something to be said about that level of catharsis. I just hate how like lukewarm like like both their receptions are to that. Like he's he's all like he's all like oh I I hurt you and she's just like I love it I'm happy why can't you see how happy I am even though I look sad all the time and miserable even though I look even though I married a vampire who will look twenty three for the his entire existence. I look like I've married a 109-year-old. Yeah, hold on. I'm just I'm penning a, a message to uh, Haley. I just invited her, if she wants, to speak to how it felt watching it for the first time because she did follow the series as it was coming out. Um, but yeah, like there is something to be said about how much of a cultural like cornerstone is that. It was, it was it was a thing. It was a big thing. Well, it was a big thing. I no, I remember when it came out and I was like, "Oh yeah." She said, "Lamau, I'm good." Um but anyway, I'm yeah. Not. She Haley has <laughs> talked about how like like basically the series like was edging you up to this point and then it like as mid as the sex scene is now, like it was huge when it came out. I don't like it's it's weird because like I don't even know what to fucking think. I just I, I, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, that's what happened next. Yeah, okay. it's huge if you are an adolescent, but like if you've seen porn, like it's nothing. 
I mean, yeah, but like also even with the characters, like it's like watching like a, a stale piece of toast fuck another stale piece of toast. You know what I mean? It's just like Yeah. All no, right. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, I I guess that's all to say it's not really for us, but I do I, I appreciate it for <laughs> yeah, what it male is. Twenty three year olds I don't think were the targeted audience for this movie. Yeah. But yeah, just I just want to express that, you know, if you are who this story is for, like it's 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 great. It's a great movie. That's why I say best movie ever. Better than The Godfather, again, a movie I've not seen. You know, there was, you know, there was that scene from this movie and then when Tony Stark said, I am Iron Man. Yeah. Um, by the way, update. Haley said, uh, I appreciate the invite, but yes, it was hella cathartic. All right. So yeah, you heard it from the horse's mouth. Don't don't tell her I called her a horse. Um actually she's I have her on the phone right now. She will tell her I'm sorry. Uh, no. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I don't wanna okay. I don't wanna look like I'm weak. <laughs> anyway, best movie you ever. Are- you want to get to yeah, recommendations yeah, yeah. of the week? 100%. I'm so fucking tired. Awesome. Uh, looks like we just each have one. Um, <sighs> I, I could add more. <laughs> anyway, um, I've been reading uh, the Deadpool run from 2012. It ran from 2012 to 2015. It's like 40-some issues. Just to piss people off, I'm going to call Deadpool deceased. Uh, fucking deceased. Um, never mind. I... I flopped on that one continue yeah no i the thing is i like to um formulate the bit before i say it but i respect well, I the way that the you words, do words but like i had them and then they went yeah D- deceased puddle yes that's what i was gonna say yeah i'll give you that you, you, the next one will cost you but that one you can have <laughs> but anyway oh, man um oh man yeah i've i've been texting you about this like sending you like funny screenshots from it um like the ben franklin stuff that's from this run and the the first arc deceased jacuzzi there it is that thank you the first uh like the first arc the first five issue like story arc in the series is fun it's pretty lighthearted. Basically, the sorcerer guy brings back the all of the the dead presidents of the United States, resurrects them. Their spirits are like corrupted, so they're evil. Um, you know, like like Abe Lincoln is evil, Ronald Reagan is himself, uh, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's just like a series of like sort of slapsticky kind of you know Deadpool killing the past presidents. It, it's fun. It's silly antics, but then. When you get to later story arcs, like right now I'm reading through the original Sin story arc, it gets kind of dark and heavy, but I really appreciate it because I, I think the writers of the series, uh, Jerry Jerry Dugan and, and what's his name? Um, I was going to pull it up, but I don't want to. Anyway, the writers of the series, I think, strike a really good balance between like how silly Deadpool can be and how serious he can be because I think at least like the general perception of Deadpool is that he's just like kind of a one dimensional, like joke machine and he just does gratuitous violence. It's just Ryan Reynolds, just Ryan Reynolds goofing off. And like, I half expect Deadpool to start advertising for mint mobile. Yeah. And like, it's, it's fine. Like adaptations that are like that are fine, I guess, but I really like 
the the way that they handle him in this in this run because like yeah he's silly he's fun but he can also be serious when he has to be and i just i really appreciate that balance and um, i wish that more popular deadpool media would 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 do that like i think the Mm -hmm. movies i haven't seen the movies in a long time but i they kind of do a bit of like the dramatic stuff but for the most part he's just kind of like uh, a wink and nod at the camera kind of guy and he, he does pop culture references and that's pretty much it like that's the extent of it right they don't really right. do like the deeper stuff like honestly like there's some fucked up stuff in in in, in like deadpool's like past and in his, in his lore and everything and in, in this series it's just it's handled very well like he has oh, yeah. a daughter that he didn't know he had that he thought was dead at one point and and it's like a whole thing but I think it's handled very well because he's like serious when it comes to like, oh, shit, this is my family. Like, this is my daughter and I will protect her no matter what, you know, like he's he's still silly sometimes and he, he'll crack jokes while doing gratuitous violence. But it's not like there, there's something deeper there. And I really appreciate that. Is his daughter named Fion- Funeral Flood? <laughs> no. Thank you. I'm here all night. No, Remember to tip your waiter. Eleanor. Oh, yeah. Ellie for short. There's no pun. <laughs> There's no pun there. It's just I'm trying. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, you got anyway. one? I do. I think maybe. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Um, <laughs> you do have no. one. I will, no, I do. <laughs> I will just, let I've you know addicted. you do have a recommendation I, of the week. I have, I've been addicted to the game. I've actually been taking out my new Nintendo. Oh, God. Did I record it? Audio was lost. Labeled location. Oh, great. Oh, well, is this awesome. Is this going to be another one where I have to use the Discord audio? I suppose so. She, she. Right, I don't that's... that. I don't know. Anyway, the Kirby's Dream Course. It's I've been taking out my new Nintendo the 3DS, and I have that game on it, and it's a fun game, and I recommend it. Um, it's it's good. It's a game, and it's fun. Sometimes it's just fun to take on a handheld and play it. You know. Yeah. No, I I sometimes like pulling out my 3DS fun. sometimes. That's just fun. Yeah. Sorry, not so. Fight me. Fight me. Dude, there's some great games on on old Nintendo handhelds. Oh yeah, especially like the ones that are like like retro games on a newer handheld because mm-hmm. it, like the Kirby's Epic Dream Course used to just be like I, I think on the uh, SNES or something like that, um, and now it's just on this handheld that can do so much more, and it's kind of cool to see technology do that. Yeah, that's awesome, um, and that's all I have to say on that. Yeah. Well, like the 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 Mario games, like like New Super Mario, even like the 3DS one, New Super Mario Bros. Two, that's right. good, right? That's all right. But yeah. I like there's a special place in my heart for New Super Mario Brothers on the DS, like the old one from right. like 2006. I like that one. It's it's that's the one that I grew up with. It's always going right. to be my favorite Mario game, mm-hmm. and. Like it, it just hits different. Like the old DS graphics, just like as someone that grew up with it, I, I'll say that there's just something charming about it. It's just, it's just fun, dude. It's just, I, like that's it. Yeah, that's all I got to say on it. It's just fun, bro. Yeah, um, I do have one. I I will not dwell on this. Um, I just want to say uh, I ordered a, a a bulk package of bags and boards for my comics. I actually just spent some time yesterday bagging my old collection, making them look all shiny and new. 
uh, and the new bags and, and boards. Um, I bought the uh, 100 count uh, bag and board combo pack from BCW on Amazon. BCW makes a lot of like collectible like packaging stuff like like packaging for collectibles so you know like like card sleeves they do those uh they make bins for comics like you know, like organizational bins good stuff right. um i can't speak to the other products they have but i bought the bags and boards from them the uh the modern slash current size um and they're they're just they're good that's i, I don't i don't really know enough about like the the quality to like I I don't know like I'm not like a sommelier of bags and boards but these are good it's a good value it's twenty dollars for a hundred bags and a hundred boards um I will say uh go if you are you know buying them for comics that came out in the last like twenty years I think maybe more um get the current size because I guess older comics from like like the sixties on back had different sizes. There's like golden age size, silver age size. They have like different like dimensions, but yeah, the modern slash current size, uh, six and seven eighths inches by 10 and a half inches. They will, they'll, they'll fit, uh, current comics. I have, um, a couple of issues, uh, like one Iron Man, one Spider-Man from, I, I think like the seventies or eighties and they fit in this size. So yeah, anything, anything recent, anything remotely recent will fit in those, but I will link that in the description. I also have one more recommendation, uh, two more, but they're very brief. Okay. Um, the first recommendation is, um, a YouTube channel I've like just been binge watching. Uh, it's called the casual criminalist. It's, um, hosted by Simon Whistler, who, uh, also runs other YouTube channels like, uh, biographics, geographics, Royal graphics. I know him from uh, today. I, I found out today. I found out he's just great. I love his personality. Uh, he has also a, a bunch of other, um, like the, the YouTube channels, like brain blaze and business, uh, blaze where he, um, he he just gets more of his funnies out, right? Like he's he's a funny guy in general, and the way that he articulates and talks about business and talks about um, just fun stuff. Um, and uh, he, especially with the casual criminalist, is really good at kind of weaving a a, a narrative that's both like casually entertaining and sometimes like funny, while also being respectful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Gavin, I just um, remembered we got to pick a movie for next week. That's right. Hold on. One more recommendation. That is uh, sleep. Sleep is good. Sleep is something you should get all night uh, for eight hours. And if you don't, you sound like me. For a second, right I thought that was the name of a YouTube channel. No, just sleep. Just, just fucking get. Sleep well. Sweet dreams. Just fucking take a melatonin and fucking sleep. Dude, there is nothing better than taking a melatonin as it is prescribed an hour before bedtime. You know, give it time to actually work before I you wait like a good down. two hours. I give it I I yeah. let it set in. That's the thing about melatonin. Like you don't take like I I'm guilty of this, but you don't take it while you are going to like while you're laying in bed. Cause that's that's mm -hmm. too late. Like it'll it takes time yeah. to kick in. Take it like if you know you're going to go to bed at like 10, take one at nine, right? Give it time um, to work. You'll sleep also, so well. 
be well aware of what I call the melatonin pit, which is if you're taking like a relatively high dose of melatonin, uh, usually around like seven to 10 milligrams, um, your brain might stop producing as much melatonin naturally. Yeah. Um, which long term can make not like necessarily dependence, but like a I, uh, yeah, I've heard that you like can a habit. Get- like sort of dependent on melatonin a little bit but it the good news is is that it just takes a couple nights to kind of get over it before your yeah. brain is like i need sleep um yeah <laughs> eventually um, it's I, gonna catch up with you i will say it does make i this is just what i've noticed so like maybe it's like a placebo thing or or whatever but i i have noticed that i am drowsier in the morning when i yeah. do take a melatonin at night same so you might want to like give yourself more time to sleep. Also, it's been known to worsen depression symptoms, which uh, I personally have been uh, subject to. Shit. So, yeah, yeah. I've had, I've been having weird dreams, and I don't know if it's because of like. Oh like yeah, that'll do melatonin. it. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. I yeah. I should just start, especially with ADHD. Like, so it turns out if you like. This is common with people with ADHD. If you take melatonin at night, you have dreams where you can like actually critically think through the situations. I have that. I seriously, every time I find out something new about ADHD, I think even stronger that I probably have it. I just have not gotten around to like going to the doctor yet. Right. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I think that's the show. That is it. That that is. Well, thank that is you, everyone, for listening to another episode of What to Say. If you liked it, then I like do. it. Appreciate it. And if you subscribe, then subscribe. And if you comment, yeah. better be nice. You should do that. Um, yeah. You should compliment my haircut. I cut my hair the other day. Gavin can see it. None of the viewers can, um, but just say that it looks good anyway. I want. It, I want compliments. It looks good anyway. Thank you. That's what I want. That's all, you know, that's what I pay you the big bucks for. Oh, wait, sorry. I didn't say right. In a metaphorical sense. That it looks good anyway. Yeah. No, look, that's all all I can really ask for, for you to repeat back what I said verbatim. So, anyway, leave a review on Podchaser or Spotify, on, 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 on Apple, wherever you can if you want, as long as it's positive. Nice comments only. Follow me on social media. Don't follow Gavin anywhere. Don't no, do it. Please don't. It's unwise. I'm too tired don't to, to yell at you. We don't have time. Just to deal this with is this. this is the calm voice, Gavin. Just, still. just I'm not just, that interesting. No, I really, I'm not worth don't, it. Just don't do it. if you do that, it's just a waste of electricity. Yeah. Really, it is. Like and subscribe and comment. You should uh, do that. Share though. share the show. Share it with a friend. Share it with. Tweet our episodes, play the show out loud at work uh, or school mm-hmm. or wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, encourage people to uh, listen um, or just play the show. They don't even have to listen. Just as long yeah, as they just, play it, that's what really counts in the end. Yeah. 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 Help us help you. Yeah. Subscri- subscribe Maybe. on Patreon. Uh, a dollar a month, you get episodes early. They come mm-hmm. out on Fridays, but I, I, I get them done before Friday, so. It's more about supporting the show than actually getting anything valuable out of it. I'm going to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, have a good 9 a.m. through 9 p.m., our official bonus hours. And let's go get the hell out of here. Oh, I'm going to sleep.
my boy yeah. did I sleep. Boy did I sleep. That's great. Boy, I am, did I sleep. I'm recording this call for quality assurance purposes and also to add it on as an addendum to the um to the to the to the to the, uh, to the you know, to the uh Yeah. Turkeys. Look at those turkeys. Look at those turkeys. <laughs> Anyway. To the episode, you mean? Yeah, to the episode. Um, I, oh, are we technically filming right now? We are technically filming. Yeah, you're on the clock. Um, we need to pick a movie. I also wanted to uh, add on something that... So, like, remember when I mentioned there's, like, a congressional rule that was, like, if you want to spend more money, you got to, you know, you got to, you know, you got to... You got to yeah. look at those turkeys. Look at those turkeys. Um so I do you know what paygo and cutgo are? I haven't heard of them yet, but I have a feeling you're going to inform me. <laughs> okay. So paygo is an old uh rule in the house that basically means if you want to propose legislation that increases spending on like entitlement programs or anything like that, you have to first like you know raise like the revenue for that like you have to explain like yeah i'm gonna raise this tax on on this bracket or whatever basically you have to show that you can pay for what you are proposing yeah and that was referred to as pago that was like the law of the land for a while and then they changed it uh in the uh the the, the 112th congress to cut go which is kind of the same thing except instead of raising the money you have to cut another program so that's yeah well you can see how that becomes a zero-sum game right <laughs> yeah yeah i don't like we want to replace this one good thing with this one bad thing or vice versa yeah i don't necessarily like either of them but i definitely do not like cut go right because it doesn't it, have to come at the expense of something else because it's like yeah we need like if if we're spending money on something, we probably need it, you know. Like right, yeah. Just because we need more money for healthcare, it doesn't mean we should cut money from the post office. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't know, like it. But anyway, that's what I was referencing. I can hear our many, um, our many listeners, yeah. uh, saying, "Wow, this political science major doesn't know pay go and cut go." Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that that's all to say, I do know things. Also, no, no, that's cool that you, well, actually, you didn't know them. You Googled it. No, I knew about them. I just forgot the words for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. And I, and I could not think of, like, the name of the concept yeah, while recording. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, whatever, whatever helps you sleep at night besides melatonin. Yeah, no, me and my fragile ego. Yeah. Um... <laughs> um God, movies. I'm trying to think of movies. Um, fucking, let's watch the Emoji movie. Fuck it. Hey, Gavin. Do you is Alex, that gonna, is that what is that what you want? Yes, yes, that's what I want. I don't, I don't like that you chose that. Well, I didn't like that you chose Twilight. You picked it first. No, I didn't. You did, Alex. You do this. You, Alex, you do this all the time. You you say that I picked it when really you picked it. I'm trying to gaslight you. Is it working? You know what really helps when you're gaslighting someone? <laughs> Not say you're when you when you explain them. that you are gaslighting them. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first. Gavin is giving a big middle finger 
to me himself and you the listener but yeah next week we're gonna i guess fine twilight breaking breaking ground part two is that is that what you want is that your final answer fine sure yeah all right all right breaking dawn part two next it's, week you, gonna, wow okay we're okay you weren't even out. gonna be like uh, you weren't even gonna be like really if you really want to watch the emoji movie we can't no you just was like you were just like you were just like you okay, gave yeah, me yeah, an out. Was, Did you think I wasn't going to take it? I thought you would have courtesy. Common courtesy. Well, the, you know, I the, thought the same thing. <laughs> All right. Breaking Dawn Part oh. 2. No backseas next week. Okay. Watch me watch, like, like fucking the Emoji Movie and be like, yeah, we agreed on the Emoji Movie. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. I, like, pull the Avatar thing out. Yeah. 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 All right.